Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. Is this how you do it? Welcome to the first ever episode of the Modern Mindfulness Podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Mars, and I am truly stoked to be launching this with you here today. For those of you who may not know me, I'm a yoga and meditation teacher, personal trainer, and life coach. And for over 12 years now, I've used all of the above in this mind, body, soul, life bundle in my blended brand of modern mindfulness. To me, this is what I'm all about, bringing forth and translating the practices of awakeness to the now. And I found that I have a gift of translating these tools and info many of which are thousands of years old, into lingo that's relatable to you, hence the whole modern piece to modern mindfulness. Now, not to discredit the traditions that use the word mindfulness in a specific way, mindfulness is actually just a word, which simply means to be awake, to be alert, to be aware. So here we are, getting and staying woke. So enough wordplay for now, though I'm certain I'll share more on me and my story and this whole podcast meaning in shows to come, and only because I have no doubt that this podcast will be ever-evolving, which actually leads to today's topic, imperfect perfection, and how it cycles with procrastination until it doesn't. So first, you should know that four-ish years ago, my dear friend Erica, hey, said, girl, you got to start a podcast. And I distinctly remember going, okay, but what's a podcast? And when I learned what podcasts were, I actually didn't know why anyone would listen to them. Facebook Lives were getting really big. Instagram was really big. There was YouTube. There was Periscope. And I thought, why would anybody listen to a podcast that's technically not in that whole social media thing? And the joke's on me, right? So look at the podcast world now. And because of that four-year span or whatever it was between this whole idea being introduced to me and now I'm finally doing it, I have had a voice, and it's still there in my head, though it's much softer now. That voice that says, like, if only you would have started back then. Why didn't you start back then? You could have had this many followers, this many episodes. You could have reached way more people by now. And guess what? (laughs) I obviously didn't do it back then. And guess what else? I can't go back in time. So there's things now that I've learned to do to help with First, this whole thing of like, I should have done this, I could have done that. Do you ever do that? <laughs> Play that that shoulda, coulda, woulda sort of game? I definitely still do, but I can also comfortably say that it has gotten so much better just in my own efforts and recognizing what I'm doing when I'm saying that in my mind. And there's so much more we'll get into as that's a lot of mindset conversation. Um, 
But really, today, I'll just keep it super simple of saying, first, you become aware. Sometimes you have to get to that point of agitation where I was just getting so sick of myself, not just with this podcast example, but with other stuff too, of just having that conversation daily in my head of why haven't you done this? Oh, if only this and if only that. So after you become aware, then you can poke around. And that's what I did. I poked around within myself. I ventured down into the root of, well, why didn't I start the podcast or fill in the blank with whatever it is you might be thinking of? And here's some stuff that I dug up when I went in for the root of that. Self-doubt worth? Was I worth a podcast? Would people listen to me? Would I know enough, not only in terms of how to set up a podcast, but would I know enough content to share in podcasts? Was I ready? And these questions still come up, and I'm sure that there were more than just those things. But when I when I sit and I reflect on it, those were definitely the main like sabotagers or saboteurs that were there in my own mind. And At the same time, the seed of having a podcast was planted, and it was a thought that when I would think about having a podcast, it always felt good, and that's a really big thing to realize and remember. It felt good to think about it. Even though I had these other voices of doubt and judgment and what have you, it still felt good to think of this whole like dream at the time, and every time I thought of this dream of having the podcast, it was like I was watering that little seed. And now you see that it's overgrown my brain, this idea, this seed, and it's come to fruition. And now here we are. This is how it works though, right? Like now the action has been taken and the podcast has been birthed. So essentially that is a classic example of how I procrastinate. And maybe you're wondering, How does this tie into perfectionism, which is what the title of this is? And so as I've worked with numerous coaches over the last probably five years in different types of stuff, self-development related business, I've read all sorts of books and articles. And I really just have to say right now, I'll probably say it many other times that as with most info we read, I'm just regurgitating in my own way things that I've learned from someone else along the way. But I feel really called to give credit where credit is due. And even if I don't specifically remember where I heard and received each nugget that I share, just knowing that there is some gratitude being sent out to everybody that I've worked with, every book that I've read. And uh, when I can remember specifics, I will totally shout them out. So somewhere I was presented with this piece of perfectionism and procrastination being related. I think it ties in with author Elizabeth Gilbert. If you know of the book Eat, Pray, Love, she has other books too. Um, She says that one is a dressed up version and the other in a pretty comical way. So if you think of like perfectionism, tossing on lipstick and heels or something like that, um, or that's procrastination dressed up in lipstick and heels, becoming perfectionism. They're so hand in hand. That's the, that's the main point. So it's, I realized that my procrastination was because of my perfectionism, like mind blown. And I was able to also observe the pattern of the perfectionism feeding the procrastination, feeding the saboteurs of self-doubt and worry and not enoughness, just never ending. 
And so then that happens. And then a voice comes in of, but the perfectionist doesn't like to hear that. Then that feeds the procrastination. And, and it just is this disgusting cycle, like gross. Who wants to be in that cycle? Not me. <laughs> so awareness begins the needed process of now interrupting this cycle. So we needed awareness to also go into the root earlier that I mentioned, figuring out why was I procrastinating? What was underneath me not being able to take action on something? So now we use awareness to begin this next phase of interrupting the cycle. And digging to the root of this cycling and specifically the perfectionism, I went back in time and if you've done any childhood work, you know that there are all sorts of gold mines in self-development, looking back on your past, however far back you need to go. So when I was having all these ahas, I was definitely a perfectionist sort of kid. And with that, I do remember tying it into procrastination, staying up late in third grade, like eight years old, with a flashlight because I needed to finish my homework probably because I was trying to make, I remember coloring a map at some point. It was like, it had to be perfect. So I'm staying up late and I remember my third grade teacher, I guess I told her or something, the whole phrase, she mentioned the burning the candle at both ends. And as years went on, I, I figured out the meaning of that, but it stands out that that was presented to me at third grade. So at some point, like that's just not healthy, I don't think. And... <laughs> Now that I know that, I can feel into that little girl version of me, like little third grade Rebecca, and be like, oh, I see what you were doing there, and I forgive you. And now I am not the little girl Rebecca version anymore. You know, I am, but I'm not. And I can ask myself or her or whoever inside of me, is this serving me anymore? At the time, maybe it served me. And maybe the last minute type of procrastination, those efforts do sometimes provide that little fire under my feet that I need to produce something. But what about when there's not a deadline? When it's something like this podcast where it's solely a desire, it's something in my heart and in my core that I want to do, and then the procrastination is there, and there is no deadline, there is no person saying, this is when this needs to be done. And you know, so how's it serving me? And the answer is that it's not really, other than feeding my old habits and patterns. So realizing this, I was also presented with the lesson of taking imperfect action. Imperfect action. So when you're not getting something done, because you're a perfectionist, the big nudge I received was take imperfect action. It doesn't need to be perfect. So naturally, the word imperfect triggered the perfectionist in me. Take imperfect action. Like, are you kidding me? Why would I do that? Everything needs to be perfect. But then I saw it. And in the word imperfect is I'm perfect. Some sort of aha happened around that. It softened the whole idea of putting something out there that was maybe less than perfect when I realized, like, what does perfect mean anyway? But if you want to go there, imperfect means I'm perfect. There, There's already perfection in everything and everyone. So this softens so much for me. If you are a procrastinator or a perfectionist or you have those qualities, can you feel that? You can 
like take the edge off when you realize that imperfection is still perfection. So after that edge was taken off, I was finally able to take the action, which of course with procrastination, things not getting done, the next big step would be to get something done. So taking action comes in various ways. And for me, I did feel that good amount of pressure rise of, okay, it's now or never. Like I made it through these other waves of stuff I've mentioned already. And so then figuring out what actual action step to take, it wasn't necessarily easy, but I took the big step to get the idea out of my head to make it seem more material of buying the microphone. And I've been researching mics for years now. I already knew which microphone to get, but of course it's like a year later. So I had to look up the new you know, 2020 versions of the mic reviews and all of that and all the hosting sites and everything that goes into a podcast. But I knew that buying that microphone, I got a legit one. It showed up at my door. I knew that that would make it more real. So then the microphone sat and then I announced it to you all in my social media circles. I'm starting a podcast and it may not work for everybody, but for me, accountability absolutely works for with most things. And I definitely don't want to let you down or appear like I'm lying or just, you know, talking or blowing smoke. So to proclaim really also sealed in the deal. So that was another action step that I took. And here we are. So that leads me to the mantra that guides me, calms me, energizes me every single day. And this mantra was also going to be the original theme for this episode, which is why I had to still tie it in. But little drum roll, trust life, trust life. In my opinion, you've got to. I feel like you really don't have any other choice than to trust life. Trust the timing of it all. Trust your journey. All of it. So as much as I thought I'd have this episode out a week or two ago, then even a couple days ago, I thought it would be out. And then the power went out. We literally had no power. It's kind of like that jokey, are you are you for real? We don't have power like the day I was going to do all of the stuff that requires electricity and Wi-Fi. And I started to get mad. And then like, what's the point? I mean, first of all, there was no deadline. I mean, this is all on my own timeline. And what was I going to do? Like go over to the, the power place and try to get the power on? So there's just then this like release of, okay, I'm just going to trust that it's going to work out and that right now is the actual right time to be recording and releasing this episode. Um, And this weekend, as I'm recording it, we're under the Leo full moon, which as I realized this earlier, it's like, of course I want to have the release of my first ever podcast under the Leo full moon. I'm a total Leo right here. And this moon also represents courage and acting from and for the heart. So yeah, I'll take that. So when I realized like, oh, it's totally fine that I didn't get this out the other day because this is even better. And I feel like that that comes often when I rest into this thing of trusting life. When I start playing the comparison games or I feel a wave of jealousy roll in, oftentimes that's when it's really loud in my mind. Like trust life, let that go, trust the timing. 
And those times, those days, those weeks, those months that simply suck. Trust life. Trust life. I love this concept so much. I'm guessing I'll still do a whole episode on it. So I'll leave you with that. But I hope and trust that this is timely for so many of you. And even if it's months after the original release of this, always having the alertness, the mindfulness of messages and guidance coming to you as you need it. So even if it's sometime in not 2020, is there something in here that that you needed? Or now that you're listening and having this lens of, oh, the timing is right. Uh, is there something to to hold on to from this? And you just have to stay woke to see these signs and to have that lens. And it it really builds. The more you use it, the more you tell yourself, trust life, the more you can pause yourself in your patterns. Like over time, those little, those little moments will all add up and you'll realize that your norm shifts. And anyway, if this episode, if this session has made an impact for you, on you, I'd love to hear from you. You can screenshot this episode and tag me. As of now, my Instagram is at Becca Blue, B-E-K-K-A-B-L-U-E. You can also message me on any social media or my email, hello at RebeccaMars.com, R-E-B-E-K-K-A-M-A-R-S.com. And definitely be sure to hit subscribe to the Modern Mindfulness Podcast here. Show me that you're in for the ride and buckle up. I promise you, we are just getting started with the good stuff. And I'd love to finish with a moment for you to pause and breathe and either reflect on any of these pieces that you like to remember or even just give yourself a moment in your day to pause and breathe. If you're driving, if you're cleaning, if you're cooking, no matter what you're doing, you can still participate in this. So as you check in with you, feel your breaths rolling in and out, soften through your jaw, your shoulders, feel a rise up your spine and out the crown of the head. As you feel your breath rolling in, filling up your lungs, Exhaling out, you take the moment to remember to search for the root of your procrastination or perfectionism. Did the notion of imperfect and I'm perfect being the same thing really land for you? Or this mantra of trusting life, is that something you'd like to remember in your body in your heart breathe in feeling your breath run into the belly fill up the belly fill up the lungs breathe in a little more and then breathe everything out when you think you're done exhaling exhale a little bit more let the breaths roll on I hope you've enjoyed this and until next time, thank you, thank you, thank you and peace.